Hello and welcome to Lifestyle with Sylvia. When life changes unexpectedly, it can be hard, but it forces us to grow and learn a lot in the process. This is my journey from divorce into a new life. So on the last episode, I mentioned that I needed to accept that things had changed, that this is the very first step to start the healing process. On this one, let's focus on what do I need to deal with now. Well, while we resist reality, all our energy is focused on looking for reasons why things turned out the way they did, who is to blame, focusing on how bad we feel, and all of these thoughts just make us feel bad. We keep on dwelling on negative emotions. But when we finally accept things are what they are, we can focus our energy on finding ways to feel better, to ease the pain. The process takes quite a few steps though. Let's not forget that during those first few months at least, our energy levels are very low. For me, it was as if I had been hit by a truck and was in a hospital bed, barely being able to move. So obviously I wasn't fit to run the marathon then. So I needed to give myself time to heal before taking on bigger projects. The good news is that even when we are still hurting, there's always something we can do to care for our wounds and help them heal faster. So one of the first things I did was to create new routines at home for the girls and I. Routines that suited us best. Now that I was the only grown-up in that house, I could do things 100% my way. We all know that when we live with someone, we need to give in and many times it's hard to be able to do things our way. And now, I could. So I would cook the kind of food that I liked best, I would batch cook so I didn't have to do it every day. And this was important and very helpful. After all, living alone with a four-year-old and a newborn is challenging. I reorganized the night and morning routines the way it suited the three of us best. I made sure I put aside enough time for hobbies, well, little things, you know, I enjoyed um, reading, even if it was just for 15 minutes a day, or watching a film, or a TV series, even if I had to interrupt it many times before getting to the end. Um, going for a walk, even if it was just a walk to the supermarket, or while I was taking the oldest one to school getting on my mat and practicing yoga while the baby slept, having these moments for myself, doing things that I enjoyed, was essential to keep my balance, to make me feel calmer and joyful. And these brief moments of joy would give me strength to carry on and hope that the storm would pass and that the sun would shine again in my life. It also helped to change a few things around the house, change the pictures on the picture frames, like um, pictures that used to be of us, of the two of us, um, I tried to eliminate as much as I could, as many painful memory triggers as I could. So rather than looking at pictures of me and my ex together, I put out pictures of the girls. Looking at these new pictures would bring me joy and it was a reminder that I had to be strong for them. So changing the pictures, moving some of the furniture around, or buying something new can really help. By slowly replacing some of the objects and decorations that reminded me of us together as a couple and making the house be more me, it would help me to get used to the idea that there was no us anymore, but in a soothing way. So getting back in touch with old friends was really helpful as well. 
and it was a breath of fresh air. I went through all this while living in Brazil, away from my family and lifelong friends. Well, thank God for new technologies. They make the distance seem way less than what it really is. I would sit in front of my computer and have long conversations with some of my friends and my family. I was very lucky though. I also had amazing people supporting me here and making me feel loved. My ex's family was such a huge support for me as well. So much so that I call them my Brazilian family now. And I also had my friends who live here. Even though I don't have that many friends here and at the time, you know, even less. But the few that I do have are real friends and I am so, so grateful for that. Meeting new people also helps. When you spend years, more than a decade with someone, most of the friends and acquaintances are common. And to be honest, many of them were not my people. So it helped to spend more time with people I had more in common with and meeting new, like-minded people through them. These were some of the techniques that I used to bring some fresh air into my life and distract myself from the pain that I felt at the time. However, I needed to sort things out in my mind and in my heart. And slowly, one step at a time, as I started getting more used to the new reality and started to feel slightly stronger, I would sort out the huge mess that was in my mind. I needed to sort out everything that worried me. So I listed everything that I was worried about or that caused me grief. Then I would take a good look at each of those worries and which of those things belong to the future or to the present. Those that belong to the future, there was no guarantee that they would actually happen, in which case I would be worrying for nothing. And even if they would happen, I didn't know the circumstances yet. Therefore, there was nothing I could do about them. So why worry? And also, in the future, I would probably be stronger than I was at that moment and would be more prepared to deal with future problems. So why carry around that weight now when I was still so weak? So after putting aside the future hypothetical problems, the pile of things to worry about was smaller and I felt less overwhelmed. I was left with the problems of the present, the now, the ones I could actually do something about. And being able to do something about it made me feel that I was moving forward, that there was improvement happening in my life. Baby steps? Yes, but steps moving forward. Each one of them would bring me closer to the end of the storm. One of the reasons I was in so much pain was because I still loved my ex then. And in order to overcome that feeling, I focused on the things I didn't like about him, but in a positive way. How? I would constantly remind myself that with him gone, even though it hurt, he also took with him the things that annoyed me. So I reminded myself of what those things were and felt grateful that I didn't have to deal with them anymore. I also took the time and energy to be brutally honest with myself. I asked myself many questions. What was wrong with the relationship? Was I happy in this relationship the way it was? What would it take to fix it? How much effort would it cost me to fix it? Would it be worth it? I would write or talk to myself out loud about these things. We can talk to a friend, and I also did that. But when I was meditating about these questions and being really honest with myself, looking deep inside my heart, I found it easier to just listen to myself, to just listen to my heart. And what I found 
was that over the years we had changed as people. Each of us developed new hobbies, the passion we felt towards our future plans was not the same anymore, we had different priorities, we were not in alignment anymore. Staying together meant that at least one of us would not be authentic. Even meeting halfway would mean giving up too much for the both of us. Let's consider this image. Imagine a couple, and person A loves the beach and the heat, but doesn't like the cold. And person B doesn't like the beach at all, but loves the cold and skiing. If they decide to go on holiday and choose either the beach or skiing, one of them will be going against his or her will, and the other one won't really enjoy the trip because they will know that that's not his partner's or her partner's thing. And the same thing would happen the other way around. So if they meet halfway and don't do neither of what each of them love and they go for a third option instead, neither of them will be having fun for real and both of them will be giving up doing things they truly love. They will be limiting each other. Again, it would be like wearing a pair of shoes that hurt our feet but we will insist on wearing them anyway. So realizing this helped me understand that he was not the same person I had fallen in love with all those years ago and accept the idea that we were not in alignment anymore and that we would both be happier in the long run living our lives apart. Does this mean that all the years we spent together were a waste of time? Of course not. We both learned a lot from each other throughout these years and all the experiences we lived together. But life goes on. We learn new things, we evolve, and many times we drift apart. And I believe this is what happened. So realizing all this helped keeping things into perspective. It helped me to keep my emotions balanced and not, them, not let them control my actions. It brought logic into my emotions. It helped me keep the balance and deal with all the decisions that needed to be dealt with. It helped to navigate through the storm with the girl's best interest at heart and maintain the respect that we feel for each other. If we have balance and can think clearly, we can do anything. We can manage all the problems and be more hopeful that the storm will pass. And this is all for now. I'm looking forward to being with you next week with Lifestyle with Sylvia. And in the meantime, if you have enjoyed this episode, please share. Any comments, please write to lifestylewithsylvia at gmail.com. Take care.